didn't get any proper recordings for anything that happened for the last few times, Jake. That's all right. Like, yeah, no shit. It's this always fucked bound to up. happen. This fucked up. Also, the last uh, the last session of my D&D game didn't get recorded. Oh, shit. So I don't remember what we did. I record those so I know what happened. Mm. Yeah, Zoom didn't record, didn't save the recording. So. Oh, bastard. Unless I saved it on uh, uh, OBS. I don't think I did because it was just a runabout kind of thing. Right. It wasn't a... a like, I, I needed OBS to do one of the sessions because it was just one big-ass map that everybody was fucking running around on. That session was almost three hours. Uh, Damn. It was just explore the thing, and I eventually got to the point where I was like, you know what? You find three of the fucking things instead of one. We need to go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, so for this month, what we're doing is, since it's all spoopy month, I should have, oh, we could have had an extra session if I just called it, because uh, Fran's not going to be able to make it, uh, uh, Natasha's not going to be able to make it, so it's just two people. Yeah. It was just going to be those two people if we did it la- the week before last and st- as well, so I canceled the game. I was like, we need everybody here, because the first session of this game is, car- is if you ever worried about having to plan too much as a right. DM, you should play Monster of the Week. In any of the Powered by the Apocalypse games. Sorry about all those plosives. All right. Because session one, the only prep you can do as a, as a game master or storyteller or story keeper in this game, and they even have it in the first page, the reason it's called the, uh, the Keeper of Stories and Lore or something like that, is because in Cthulhu it's called the Keeper of Arcana and they thought it was dope. <laughs> They they wear on their sleeves what what is the reason for X Y and Z like no shit one of their it's like this for their spell slinger is Harry Dresden and the picture that they have for it is literally Harry Dresden from the Dresden Files that it's just sort of like with the filey with the right. with the uh, with the uh, serial number filed off but uh, but yeah it's a game that's based off of uh, like just that monster of the week shows. But it's uh, it's set up for uh, Monster of the Week shows. Like how, what kind? Because there's so many different types of those. Right. There's your Buffies, where there's one chosen person, and that's actually one of the play the playbooks is the chosen. Pan in that. Okay. The movie is actually on Hulu. Nice. I don't want to watch it because I'm worried it's going to be j- like Jake. That's the only reason why I haven't watched it yet. Is I'm afraid it's going to break through, my heart. So I married an axe murderer. It's I mean, so I can bad. see that. Yeah. And I don't mean bad as in it's. Like it's uh, just we've seen enough Mike Myers that it's yes, trite Mike Myers. It is Myers. literally the Mike Myersness of it is yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's not the fact that I've seen mo- so much Mike Myers. Yeah. It's the fact that once you're over the age of twelve, Mike Myers isn't that funny. Yeah. So it's just one of those. It felt, Hade, I don't know. Though. Now there is one thing that no no no. There's one thing that will always stand the test of time. Because it's Alan Alda sitting there talking about, I was like, well, I don't really answer to a commissioner. It's more of a quorum. <laughs> yeah. A fucking quorum? Like, that, that segment yeah. was like, I wanted to be Serpico. I always forget. I like, always... you ever, like, commandeer a car? It's like, oh, that would have, I would have always loved to do that. I I always uh, forget. Not Alan Alda. That's uh, Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Arkin, Alan Arkin, Arkin. Yeah. yeah. I always sorry, forget sorry, sorry. he's in that movie until I'm watching it. And I'm like, he, oh, God. He, the, the, oh, he's such a good. The comedic chops. God, he is so good. Yeah. He is so good at just being the hilarity of mildness. Yeah. Like, he is just, he, he, he can play over the top psychotic. Or he can play just, like, really great under the radar like Just Little Miss Sunshine. 
Oh, a little bit of sunshine. It's more just an amazing role, period. Yeah. Yeah, he's so good in that movie. Anyway, so back uh, anyway, to the Monster of the Monster Week. Monster of the thing. Week. So uh, what you do, uh, so the first session, like you, you'll probably set up the basis, you know, what type of monster, or like, like here's literally all I did. I set up the intro because I knew where it was going to take place, around about where it was going to take place. And uh, it the first session is basically them telling you how they want to play, what type of game do they want to play. Do they want to be road trippers? Do they want to be the fucking uh, the Winchesters? Do they want to be the Scooby-Doo gang? Do they want to fucking play Buffy? Do they want to play like a government agency kind of thing? Right. So there's so many things that you can't prep shit because you got to figure out how they're – how they're and you're given two pages, and that's your that's each character's playbook. Right. You pick you you mark dots of the moves you want. You mark dots of special things, and then you choose specific indicators of how do their eyes look. Right. Are they wild? Are they weary? Like, uh, and your your dress is it disheveled? Is it this? Is like different kinds of like things to help you build your character because you right. don't walk into this game knowing who you're playing you build the character and build the personality off of that right it's really cool Be and it sucked for one of my players because he's the type of guy to give you a six page backstory yeah yeah he really needs to make like he, he's he's like very i mean like you particular. have to admire the commitment oh, to no, no, the no. bit it's, but fully, at the same time I, no, I think it's mainly because he he needs he's very detail oriented right so it's sort of like i need to know this i need to know that i need to know that and i was like the whole time this whole time prepping for it before we got to that first session i was like dude you can't we'll suss we'll suss this shit out day one we got it and that first session was so fun watching them build it realize that how they wanted to play and no joke, Jake. Here's the here's the setup of it. Like I'm bad at writing things, right? Because it was it's so. If if it if I would have just pulled this shit out of my ass right there, it would have turned out really great. But I wrote it all down beforehand, and it felt like shit. So really, it's all based around it's all centered around Independence, Missouri. Okay. Because I don't really know the the why of everything yet. Because I think that's better if if it does come up. Because I don't think it will. It's going to be three fucking sessions. But uh, uh, you know the concept of uh, was it the hundredth monkey principle or like the uh the idea of one person does a thing and somehow other or one thing does a thing and somehow other things in that same genome or genus now know how to do the thing. Yeah. Like that shared unconscious, yeah, kind of like thing. the tribal knowledge kind of thing. Yes, uh, yeah. or the the system I used was what's reason why it's called the hundredth mon monkey principle is uh or effect it's effector principle I can't remember which is I uh, uh some macaques were observed I said I said sweet potatoes in the thing but no I think it was uh, seeds was known was seen washing what it was eating in the sea and it gave it a nice salty flavor. So all the other monkeys started doing it, but across the sea, other monkeys started doing it around the same time. That right. principle of like, what the fuck? And one I didn't say in the episode, but no joke, is what I keep bringing myself up to. I remember my first year of Upper Bound, mm -hmm. walking to the, uh, walking back to that the dorms that we had, and there was like these, a lot of like ramps and railings, and I was like, wouldn't it be super cool if you could like put a hunk of metal on the inside of your soul and put like some rolly balls in it. So you can kind of like grind and shit. That'd be super dope. And four months later, 
Heelys came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in no way was that, you know, they took my, like, I literally yeah. just had the idea in my head as I was walking. I was like, other people had the same idea. Dope. See, that's like my other podcast idea. That's why I don't want to go through with it, because I'm like, it's probably already being done right hey, now. Hey, Jake, we're two white dudes talking about dorky shit. And brothers. As has been pointed out by a group of podcasting who, brothers. Who fucking threatened us with legal action. Oh, threatened them with the Frog Lake uh, defense. The Frog Lake. It's a How I Met Your Mother reference oh. where Joe Mangelion, however the fuck you say his name. Manganella? Yeah. So there's the episode where um, he's outside of the uh, the environmental... Uh, attorney office that Marshall works at he's outside and he's like down on his luck and everything so Marshall helps get him a job there when really all he's doing is he's taking pictures of their um, of all of their uh, their trial uh, prep and everything because he actually works for okay. the pharmaceutical company that Marshall's okay. uh, company anyway yeah so yeah so they get in there and of course, he's Joe Manganiello, so he's like using his body and his good looks to sway not only the jury but also the the judge, right? So he like drops his pen and bends over and picks it up. And uh, there's also uh, so there's one point where he's like, you know, if Frog Lake is so dangerous, then how could I make this video? And he he starts this video, and it's basically of him shirtless, like coming out of the water and flipping his hair and like fake playing a saxophone. And he like flexes, and on one arm it says frog, and on the other one it says lake. And so that was his whole defense was like, hey, I can swim in Frog Lake and there's nothing wrong with me. And so that's why I would say it would be my Frog Lake defense because okay. I would just show up being handsome and would charming. You? <laughs> could you? <laughs> but no, so anyway. the way I set it up is like I uh, oh, and it's super political. Like the origin is like so cuz it's based on the uh the uh the manifest destiny to the west. Uh. Like no, no, think about it like this. Uh so many hundreds of thousands of families on the uh the trail to the west the most common uh, last place of civilization, as far as they considered it, was Independence, Missouri. Yeah. All their hopes and dreams that were sold to them as a bill of goods, just so they could mark the path, so business interests could follow right behind them and take fucking everything they wanted. Yeah. That was, and but they didn't know that when they left. Like, their hopes, their dreams, they permeated the ground. And it caused an event, kind of like how uh, one of the one of the instances I used was of like what causes said events to happen is a couple generations after the Great Wall was built, you'd have soldiers standing on it wondering why exactly is this? Why is it so big? Can't be just to stop the Mongol the Mongols. That can't be. Yeah. So they start thinking like, what is actually out there? What really are we protecting the world from? So that stuff like that starts an event, and it just either calls things from other realms or breathes them into existence right once it hits a certain point of just of wishes but here's the problem we realized a couple decades afterwards that that whole fucking manifest destiny was just a bill of goods that was sold yeah. us like all that people all that they found was more people to kill and yeah. land to steal but Americans are unique <laughs> they're the only country in the world 
that does not understand that pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps is a sarcastic commentary on idioms. You know it? Like, we will actually say, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, but it was written as sarcasm because you literally cannot pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. But we use that, we take that, and we mean it for realsy realsies. Right. So, because of that, ours is still, like, shit like that, the goal, the the acceptable gullibility of the American people, it's so bad that that event is still happening. So it's set in, you know, present day, present time. Uh, so would you say it's kind of like how the Fallout universe takes place in the current time, but it's just stuck in a specific No, no, no. I'm just era. saying the reason why that event never stopped mm-hmm. is because of how gullible Americans okay. are. Like they, and it's also, there's a reason it's set in Missouri. Like, I wanted to set in a place that actually, like, I had that concept of it. And, like, just that idea of, okay, so it was the last place before you went out west. Why is it still there? Even though it was considered the gateway to the west. Yes, but why is that, why is that, why is that? Uh, well, Because the Mississippi that. River itself was that. No, 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 I'm not talking oh. about, like, I'm talking about, like, why is it still happening is mm. a thing. Understand, that would be a make perfect sense if this was set in the 1800s, that that is causing it. Right. But why is it still there? So I was like, See, okay, I, uh, using uh, is it though? Best... Like these days, Jake. Is... Again, I'm okay. talking about a magical gateway that fucking summons demons. Okay, I'm saying like, why was that that that? Uh, because if it's being birthed by that shared unconsciousness, why is that shared unconsciousness uh, con- unconsciousness of the great wide something still there in that town? It's hmm. like, well, it's in the middle. It's in the Midwest. It's in a very red state. People are more likely to believe stupid demagogical shit. Facts. So that's Especially why it's still Missouri. happening there. So that's why that. So it's like this whole. And it like. It was so fun building this shit. I had so much fun recording it. I was like a light the whole time we were playing it. It was beauty. I was having so much fun, Jake. And I cannot wait for tomorrow when we play some more. And hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. I was going to try to squeeze that <laughs> in. Right but no, it's funny you mentioned that because there's a lot of social commentary in She Hulk. Man, fucking tastic! Like those last two episodes of She-Hulk were so incredible, Bob. I'm glad people are liking it. Like, well, Jake, we don't count, We don't people. count. We don't count your average uh, incel. Yes, your which average, is funny because that's exactly who it goes after. They're a very in those insulated community, Jake. Those, those Jake, Jake, Jake. They're a very insulated community. <laughs> Um, but no, so that's who they kind of go after in those remaining episodes. As they should, because a lot of... But Daredevil, I shit you not, I preferred that Daredevil than to any point of Daredevil in the Netflix series. Yes, he did. Which I found out, you know people shit. It's like, Daredevil wears red. It's like, I thought you were a comic book fan, bro. Yeah. That ugly ass outfit, he wore that for like fucking Yeah, he wore like the yellow and red slash yellow and black, you know? Whereas in this, it's more like a maroon. It's like a yellow and maroon, so I think it's just a really good So it clashes even worse, which which makes it hilarious because dude's blind. (laughs) But they, of course... They of course set him up as Matt Murdock first, like he shows up as to a court should, case. She Hulk was especially She Hulk attorney at law, which is what this is based off of. It was mainly yeah. about the courtroom stuff. Her fucking her her one of her uh, dude. It's basically Harvey Birdman. Yeah, one of her legal assistants. <laughs> Seriously. Well, fuck no. You could say Harvey Birdman was playing on that. Like one of the uh, one of the her uh, her paralegals 
was the quick shot kid or some shit from fucking the old yeah. epic western comics yeah. pre marvel people take that have taken this show way too seriously they take themselves way too seriously yes they do but no it perfectly goes after incels because the, she's basically targeted by incels who are like Match. she doesn't deserve this uh she doesn't deserve this power as hulk and like all and it's like you know she's not even she's not even uh what is it like she's not as cool or as big as her cousin and like you know he was the original and so he's the only one that counts i and get it dude you want to be fucking railed by the hulk i get it i dude, get it they play a you lot into all that so hard you get split but see in that's three. the thing is that that's a big like underlying thing is all of these dudes want to date She-Hulk, but not Jennifer Walters. And it plays on this whole, like, dudes really wanting to be um, submissive to a, you know, very muscular and Amazonian woman. Preach, baby, preach, because that... Hey, hey, here's the difference. People who internalize it and turn that into something uh, rageful, like, no, 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 accept it. I can't wait. I want. I need to get Final Fantasy working for you, Jake. Because there's a someone who shows up in the I believe it's 1.3 in the patch quest of the of of uh, of a realm reborn that is just a buff tall rogue girl who I want to have step on me. <laughs> no joke, Jake. This game gave me a step fetish. <laughs> there was a character who just like who was just like this this like sociopath who was just like one of like the main character like yeah. was just like who captured one of the main characters and there's a scene she's just like stepping on his face and being all evil and i was like this is just li-. like and i, I mean i when i when i said this to the t- to the screen that i literally said to all right i'll talk to my fucking computer when this happened i was like and unironically not in a jokey way literally says like god damn this actually awakened something in me <laughs> Like, there's nothing, uh, nothing the, wrong here's with the it. Thing. There's this literally is, this nothing is not, wrong with this that. This is a no kink shame zone, Bob. Like they're li- no, no, no. I don't even mean that in a sort of like, oh, th- it's okay in this space. Like there literally is nothing wrong with that. No. What two consenting people agree upon and consider 100%. to be cool, just chill. Two consenting adults. I know yes. that's what you meant whenever you said people, yeah, that, yes. yeah, because I default that because I'm not disgusting. Like, <laughs> look, just because I don't get why a dude wants to wear a diaper and be treated like a baby, like a baby by a you know, and then have a female basically like that one legitimately worries a, me in my I, opinion. It, I just it's personally worries psychologically me. worrying. Yeah. But hey, again, as long as it's between consenting adults, and all I can think of is like in terms of actual diaper play, is I'm stuck things like. Do you actually shit in there? Do you actually piss in there? Because hey, we've all been drunk, all right. You've ha- you've as adult, uh, some of us actually remember when it happened as a kid when you pissed your pants or something. Your balls get so weird and scrunkly and feels weird. Your whole your yeah. whole zone just feels so weird even after you shower. Do you do you want that? I don't. Yeah. I don't. I've shit my pants Dude, before. I remember I've there was a there was there was an episode <laughs> of Real Sex I watched one time where it was where. Um, mainly dudes, but both dudes and females, uh, pretend to be horses and will like, um, will like crawl and pull a cart and whoever they're like Dom is the Dom will be sitting in the cart and they'll be pulling the cart by walking on all fours. Yes. That, but that you can, you can, you can, uh, you can backfill that one by thinking of its public display, which is its own, which brings its own special set of kink. It is the uh, 
following rules setup that could slide in there too, and it's also uh, dehumanization play. Yeah. That at least you can like work on. It's like okay, it's just it's a consolidate consolidization of multiple kinks. Oh, and making a fucking oh, and also the, eight the, millimeter the, done the, fucked the, me up. The so fear of them with their riding crops smacking you mm-hmm. at any time they want. Yeah. Jake, at any time they want, they can just like smack your sad little boy ass. <laughs> So I, I sort of understand that it's it's and honestly, when it comes to things that I don't fully get, I'm I'm no longer uh like I still fully don't get furry. I don't. I don't. Either. But I I used to be like one of those assholes where I'm like ew for like now it's like I don't fucking care. Like it's it's just I don't That's really part get of it. properly. Aging. I assume it's it's outfit play plus uh. That slight smothering effect. Well, of, not just that, but like the the ana- the anonymity of it as well. Oh, the possible anonymity, play, yeah. because that's usually a big thing in any of those kink plays. Is you know just like how there's the whole. I mean, as as bad as it sounds, we know that there are people who do like rape fantasies with one another, where that's a role play. Yeah, that, like, that also that gets me kind of. Uh. But it's it's the it's not necessarily the the act of being forced of having one force themselves upon you. It's the anonymity, it's the escapism. And, as a, I fully get it, but that's still something that just kind of like. I know it's kind of like, like it's like no thank you. Yeah, no. Hey, do you disagree with everything we literally just said as two random honkies? Let us know. All right. CarlosCrawl at gmail.com. All right. Share this within your community to say, hey, look at these pieces of shit. Let's comment. Let's share this. Uh, like, let's comment on this. Let's definitely not give them engagement and discuss how bad they are at their interpretation of things. Definitely don't do that. Please, Daddy, don't. So I think Daddy, Daddy, no, don't do Don't share us. I Please, s- Daddy, don't. I saw that there is a video that uh, someone did on um youtube that's about the rise of incels like just that whole like kind of movement and i'm tempted to actually kind of do a reaction like uh, during my stream watch it and do a reaction even if it's just sharing that with two people Uh, it's the point of like the reason why you don't want to watch it is you're literally giving them views and sharing but no it's like a document no it's it's not like yeah it's a documentary type of setup it's not discuss those little shit because because but look, you I have to, to look no, at Jake, it from a psychological and sociological no, 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 point of view, whether you like it or not. No, 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 it's still something here, that needs to why, be studied. Here's why, Jake. Here's why, Jake. How many times growing up did I say the reason I'm single and alone is because nobody wanted me? That's the branching point of that. It was so... As bad as I am mentally, all right, I made that under, understanding of, fuck, I'm just as much a part of it. Like, I'm just as, like, that's, the main part of it is me not making those chances. Like, yes, there are people I could, I could hook up with. I could definitely, I just don't. Because guess what? You're the main reason. All right. And hey, I've, I made a, I went on a rant that I chose to not go fully on is, uh, of, because there's a huge thing on Twitter about people getting shitty about fake geek girls again. Like, it's fucking 1999. All right. But here's the thing. I want all of you, and I say this as somebody, hey, we're going to have a weird talk now. All right. This is going to be one of those episodes that are going to be used against us at a later day, Jake. Okay. Because I remember, I, re- I look back and I remember how little I showered back in the day. 
I also remember how I always wore like one of two pairs of shorts, one of which are I can I have over there. Those fucking those those Don't black worry, shorts I, I got I at, Rose, at Roses. I remember. I still have them. They still are great shorts. Dear God, man, can do they keep? I bought them in like 2002, and I'm they're all they're 20 years old, and I'm still wearing them, Jake. All right, uh, but I rarely showered. It was very humid. And I jacked off like every other day. So you're saying you were Asmongold before Asmongold was Asmongold. <laughs> I was just as weird. Look at, uh, all right. Also, and I want you to think about this because it, it's something I, like, it was the weirdest thing I like realized when I went with, uh, during the time at Upward Bound. I was like, why do people avoid me every few days? I realized, like, oh, because I jacked off last night and I didn't shower. You realize that you're, 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 you're just, you're crotch goop. That's all anybody can smell. Guess what, kid? You're running around in shorts all the time. You're barely bathing. All right? There's a reason girls didn't talk to you in high school. And guess what? The reason is you. Okay? All right? Who so much mistake? easier to Who blame mistake? everyone The reason else. is you. Okay? All right? Better go rob a bank and shit for your video. Because you're now the reason. You are the reason. Like, it, and once you realize that, yeah, sure, you're more depressed because you realize you fucked everything up. But guess what? You can go on from that. You can get past that. Like, I still feel disgusted. Like, there's some places that are still dirt caked. There's a reason I wear long sleeves all the time, Jake. My elbows, no matter how much I fucking, uh, I, I fucking uh, use, use a uh, moisturizer, my neck's still dirty. No matter what the fuck I do, my elbows are, I fucked myself over so bad, but I can't fix it. And for some reason, no matter everything I tried, it's still there. That's just, guess what? But guess who, guess who's to blame for that? Bob, and also a little bit dad, but mostly Bob, because part of the reason that is, is the sink baths. Yeah. It's the same reason you stayed with fucking. Yeah, that's why I stayed with friends all the time is yeah. so that I didn't have to do any whore baths. Yeah. Yeah. Sink baths, because like, dear God. Yeah. So I feel like there's a, that's the reason. Like, you got to accept your reasoning for the things like you got to understand. Like now me. I'll never watch She-Hulk. Because I'm it's really Disney dip- Plus and blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just done. I'm just done with that. And here's a reason to hate on She-Hulk. Hate on Marvel for fucking over their VFX teams, the people that they pay for VX VFX. Because yes, the effects were not that great. Because the people who work on them are fucked over by the company that's hiring them. Like that's that's a problem. And if you have a problem with the visuals of uh of She-Hulk, that's because there's a problem with the company. The way they're doing business, it is. You gotta realize who you're angry at. All right, <laughs> if you're just shitting on the show just because, and you don't fully understand why you're shitting on the show, guess what, Hoobastank? The reason is you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad. I'm I'm legitimately glad people are liking it. I yeah. just and it. I just won't watch it. That's fine. Like literally, the only reason I watch Lasso is because you gave me your links to stuff and. That's basically all I watched. And the show was fucking awesome, fucking amazing. Which we did not get a, which you will not hear because that was fucking the episode. That was all right. So, dear viewers, there is something that we do need to discuss. I mean, I've already talked about it a few times, even on stream and everything else. I went over it yesterday, even. So, okay, you did okay, but uh, I don't watch the stream. That's true. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jake. I'm sorry, but I am who I am. I just streaming gives me a headache. If I'm watching streams, they end up giving me a headache. Uh, but yeah. The last episode was supposed to be up last month, but 
it didn't record, and I kept trying to fucking recovering it, and it wouldn't recover. So a great fucking episode where we played an amazing fucking game, which we'll play a little bit later on, dear viewers. It's gone. Jake's return episode where we got to, where he got to talk more than me for the first time in months. Because <laughs> Jake, I think you've only talked for three minutes of this twenty-eight <sighs> episode minute episode so far. So how are things, Jake? <laughs> All right, man. Sorry. <laughs> like, I, I would think that for someone who hosts, like, multiple times a week D&D, you wouldn't have much to say, but obviously... Oh, my God, Jake. Obviously, you still have a lot to say, Bob. Yeah, my jaw, it do work. It do work hard. <laughs> and I even got into a game of uh, Descent to Avernus, which is kind of fun. Got into a real shouty fight with somebody though. That was kind of cool. Hold on, I think I can find my shock face somewhere. No, 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 no. As an in game, as an in game. Again, see previous statement. It was super cool. Like I legitimately got affected by it. Like the dude, but the problem is, the dude started shouting, shouting instead of like being saying that he is shouting, which was. Right. But at the same time, it was, it was so because I never got that invested in game. So you had that one part of your brain does tick on when you get into an argument. Like, adrenaline starts going, your heart starts yeah. beating a little fast. And at the same time, at the other side of my head, I was like, dude, this is a game. It's so dope. Our characters are getting so into it. Like, all that my dude wanted to do was brain a guy who's been ruining the fucking city. All because a paladin gave his word that he can walk through here. Like, no yeah. joke, we went into a uh, a hideout of a bunch of uh, cultists. Not just cultists, people who murdered a fuckload of people. And one of the and we came to this place where one of the cults was fighting just some random big guy. So we saved the big guy because the other guy looks exactly like a lot of the other people we just fucking killed. And he's like, I assure you, you'll be safe. You will walk out of here safe. It's like, okay. So he starts telling us how his mom's one of the biggest, uh, one of the people who run the town, how he originally was in charge of all this and they cooed him. So my character, who was a local in Baldur's Gate in the town, my dude has no money because he lives in a shitty town and he spends all of his money overpaying for things. Like he'll tip somebody a gold. He'll like he has no money because the only good he can do to fix things is to make people's lives a little bit less shit. But if somebody fucks over, or is part of the problem. He got really like. Things broke bad in a tavern because a, pi a pirate king or whatever who was, like, throwing his weight around pissed him off and he fucking brained him with a hammer. Hmm. He's a he's a blacksmith, so he, he has a fuck. And when I say right. he brained him with a hammer, I'm not being a ting. A motherfucking just whack. Yeah. But, uh, no, of course. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he popped off. He's popped off twice. And both of those times he's popped off. One was a pirate who was trying to fucking exert authority over an entire tavern. The other is a guy who was murdering hundreds of people and sacrificing them to a dread god. And what, you think I'm not going to brain this motherfucker? So right when I found out who he was, or no, well, actually it was before I found out who he was. The moment he said, I used to run this, I fucking brained him. I tried braining him. And it got into this really heated back and forth. Because, like, the guy was yelling, like, the dude over at comps was yelling because I gave him my word! I was like, congratulations. Congratulations, Paladin. Defender of right. 
You gave your word to a murderous piece of shit. Good for you. I do feel kind of bad because uh, after they stopped me, we found out all the information we were supposed to find out. <laughs> I wanted to bring him before. Now, granted, I wasn't going to kill him. I was going to knock him out and drag him. And when I say drag him to the uh, to the head of the guards, I mean lasso his foot and drag him face down through town. I was going to kill haul this kid. <laughs> he wasn't going to die, yeah. but he wasn't going to be happy. So, yeah, that's uh, our next session is like next week or something. And it was like, ooh, it's going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> What's great is my dude's also an artificer who en enchanted his sword. And I was like, we all nearly died. So I switched over one of the things I can do is you can make like these tattoos that cast a spell. So I, uh, one of the inf artificer infusions is going to be a tattoo that's that casts cure wounds. So I have a free right. cure wounds, an extra free cure wounds once a day. So, but uh, in game, a dude yelled at me and his sword lost its power. <laughs> so it's just, it's fun. I'm going to have so much fun because it's so fun to be able to like, being able to like yell back, yell at each other. It's like, you know what? That's going to be super fun to unpack tomorrow. <laughs> it's great. I was having fun. It was great. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't realize that was a video. My bad. <laughs> Apparently I am not engaging. <laughs> No, it's just a text that came through. Okay. Um, I mean, I did uh, I did meet Jay Muse and Kevin Smith, which was dope. Nice. Spent a long-ass time in a line to meet Kevin Smith, but it was worth it. So how was the con? Dude, it was fucking busy. Thursday felt like a Friday. Friday felt like a Saturday, and I didn't end up going on Saturday. So. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I didn't want to go. It was, uh, I don't know, It was. it was kind of... I don't know. It was kind of both awesome and sucky at the same time because I was like, well, cool. I can just do whatever and don't have to worry about Bob poo-pooing any possible That's ideas. Not, I am. I am. A, I am. A Which I am, too. I am, too. Like, I was like, OK, so this way it's literally left all up to me what I do, which is kind of cool. Right. But then you realize that that second that it was also important. just me yeah. walking around all by myself and uh, there was one time we ended up going because uh, the la like the Sunday I think it was because uh, Candace got that day so mom was wanting us to go and I was just done already so I went I went by my I was just walking around by myself and it was so boring yeah. but at the same time it was kind of relaxing just standing yeah. on that balcony and watching people. But the problem is the whole time I was like, fuck, my glasses are about to fall off. Fuck, my glasses are about to So if I had worn my contacts, it would have been better. <laughs> yeah, and then I uh, I did watch Clerks 3 last night. I bought it on Amazon and watched it. Oh, I didn't know it was out yet. Yeah. I'm okay. They had only done some theater stuff. It's really good. Like, I mean, it's sure it's like uh, it's fan service-y. Like, the last one was Like too, so. Reboot or Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I forgot Reboot existed. But it's, even though it's fan service-y, it's not the same type of fan service-y. And because it's like got this whole super meta slant to it, um, it didn't feel... Like that, um, that phony, jokey fan servicey, like, um, like reboot, especially reboot. Like Jay and Silent Bob was a little like Strike Back was fan servicey, but not as bad as reboot. Reboot was very, very fan. Strike Back did have a sense of this was probably going to be their last, and they just wanted to have fun. Oh yeah, and this will definitely be Clark's the last. Clark's felt movie, like they but... legitimately had a story they wanted to tell. 
Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like when I watched when I saw Clerks too. It's like, like yeah, it's like they actually they had an idea and they wanted to tell the story. And that's what this one is. Okay. Like he, you know, again, it was a personal story. And that's one of the things. Like whenever I met Kevin Smith, I was wearing. So last year I bought two T-shirts because there was a thing that he did with. Is it the Chive, the Chivery, whatever it's called, that T-shirt company, right? Website. Um, I bought one where it's like movies doing the whole like super patriotic stuff and everything. Right. And then I bought one that says bank hold up studios, of course. Right. Because chasing Amy is still my favorite yeah. movie. And, uh, I was toward the end of the line to meet him and they were already running behind to get to the photos. That's and so they're like, please, we all know he likes to talk. So please try to keep it brief. And of course I was going to, cause I was just going to respect his time and the time of everyone yeah. else. And uh, I got up there. He's like, you know, and he did this for everyone. He shook their hand and was like, hey, it's nice to meet you. And he saw the T-shirt. He's like, I fucking love the T-shirt, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I had a feeling you would. But I was like, you know, I kind of had to I had to buy it whenever, you know, it showed up. And uh, I was like, plus, Amy's still my favorite of all the movies. Um, and uh, he And he was like. Oh, really? I was like, yeah, it's just, you know, you could tell it was kind of personal. And I was like, and that last scene at the con, and I, I was just like that, you know, just kind of like oh, that last scene at the con. And he was like, fucking heartbreaking, isn't it? I was like, yes, it is. That's because, nice. yeah. And, but he would, he, like every single person, he like signed the pictures the same way. He would put the name, put, I heart you and would sign it did everyone the same way, but it didn't feel disingenuous either yeah. because he would, he would shake your hand and every single person he'd, he'd start out, shake their hand, talk to him, you know, for however long. And then at the end he would just be like, you know, whatever it is, he'd be like, thank you. He'd put his hand over his heart, would shake your hand again. And that was it. And he would, and I was like, it did not in any way feel disingenuous. That's nice. Yeah. I was like, I kind of expected him to be shorter, but he's got kind of fucking big hands, dude. Like, <laughs> I was kind of shocked. I was like, holy shit, Kevin Smith That's doesn't have- That's how you dated all those people. <laughs> <laughs> and then with, uh, with of course, Chase and Amy is on the show, is on Showtime right now. So I ended up watching it a couple weeks ago and I'm like, this fucking movie, like, I don't know what it is about that movie. I probably would have a different opinion because I know it was like my least favorite. I know part of the reason it was my least favorite was the fact that every time I went anywhere near your fucking room, it was one of the four movies that we're always playing because you went to sleep watching it. Oh, The Woods on HBO. Yes, it is. I was gonna. <laughs> yes, it is. I fucking love that movie, dude. Anyway, but no, it's. <sighs> Dear viewers, the reason why I said that because that was one of the other four movies that we're always playing. There was Days of Confused, Chasing Amy, The Wood. What was the fuck? The Matrix. Really? I, I, I had the Matrix, the Matrix play a lot huh. on that TV. I don't remember the Matrix. But definitely Days and Confused. Days and Confused was my so definite go-to. But, um, the fact that I got more sick of classic rock because of you than mom, because I heard more of it because of that movie than from listening to shit with mom. Or Cody, because he had both Days and Confused soundtracks. Well, technically mom did. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Let's be honest. But um, with... It, in some ways, I think I st- I still kind of I'm always trying to figure out why I like chasing Amy so much. Jay, and- you haven't figured it out yet. It's because you look a lot like Ben Affleck, not in a way of like you look like Ben Affleck, 
is you have that same bearing. And that's what I've that's what I've kind of started to realize is that like with Holden McNeil, I have that same um absurd confidence, right? It's not so much like like in a situation like that, I am not so at that same time, you would have acted in the same way. As in, like, the. I don't think I would have, Jake. Though. Let's draw back to the fact that you had to issue an apology for something that you thought. Well, no, that's. that Dude. Jake, I just want to think that same but concept, here's the, like that same mentality of around high school age Jake, high school to early 20s Jake, you had that horrible confidence. You but, probably would have acted the but same way. But it wasn't the. But. Here's confidence the thing. without life experience is a bad confidence. No, it's the <laughs> it is the conservative nature with a lack of with a lack of experience, yeah. which is what Kevin that's why he wrote that because that was him. Like he like that was literally the way he reacted mm-hmm. to Joey Lauren Adams, right? And it was such a personal story for him. And he also would always say that part of the reason why it was personal was because, you know, he has an older brother who's gay who also mentions, you know, there's not a lot of fantastic, you know, Represent- gay representation yeah. in movies. And um and so the way people, which line people fall on is always interesting of whether or not it's blasphemous or if it's actually trying to tell a very specific story, right? Anyway. Yeah, because he's not a good person. Like, people who, who think, like, it's glorifying don't realize that he is not a good person in that movie. Yeah. Because he really isn't. But that's not the point. He's he, not making a hero. I mean, he's making a point of view character. Yes, because the character, even though he's doing what he perceives to be right in, you know, expressing his and emotions. It is incredibly selfish. In a it's douche- incredibly exactly. selfish. That, and that's, that's the point. Yes. That is the, it's not like he happens to be. It is the point of the movie. Yes. And I get that. And that's what I'm saying. If I watched it later in life, I or like nowadays-ish, I probably would think probably a lot different try. than I would. You should probably try. But I still will contest that it's an amazing first 30 minutes of a movie. Yeah. The 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 writing is so good. And again, like that should tell you how like a uh, fucking high school Bob what, I cared more about the snappy dialogue and writing. I still care about so, the snappy no, 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 dialogue. No, like when it started getting serious is when I checked out. So uh, that that should fuck. It. So I probably would like it more considering I still love the place beyond the pines. And yeah. there is only three people who remember that movie exists, and one of them watched it with me. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm still. That's again. That's always been one of the reasons why I love Kevin Smith so much is the the dialogue. Same way with Quentin Tarantino. Regardless of how you feel about Tarantino, whether whether it's as a person or as a filmmaker, that motherfucker can write. Like he can write his nuts off. Like dialogue is fantastic. I will contest. I will. I'm not contested. I will concede that that people like that. It eventually just starts getting on my nerves personally. Which but it's the same way with Smith. After a while, if it's nothing but wit, uh, snappy wit. Like if I watch Mallrats again now, I would probably fall asleep. That was the other movie. <laughs> If I watch Mallrats now, I probably would fall asleep because uh, it, uh, after a while, just dialogue can get boring. And it's the same way with Clerks. That's why I personally, I will contest that Clerks is the more uh, uh, oeuvre-ish of movies. It of is course. The most, it is the best, like it's the most indie, mo- most indie darling movie that he ever made. But I will personally contest that I like Clerks 2 more than 1 because it actually had a fucking plot. So here's the As thing. As a movie, it's bad. I 
I think that the most indie darling film is probably Chasing Amy. But uh, you know what? But That's in Clerks one. Three, he do, it's kind of funny because like. Of course, it's playing a lot. It's very meta, right? So Randall has a heart attack, the same type of heart attack that Kevin Smith had, and he lives through it, and he's like, what the fuck have I done with my life? I need to do something, so let's make a movie about all the funny shit that we've heard here in the stores. And so it's basically like Randall writes Clerks and Clerks 2. and When literally Clerks was... I am Randall. I am writing clerks. Yes. And like so it was, it's, yeah. it's very, very bad. It's a snake eating its own ass. Yes. And so <laughs> Dante decides to hire silent Bob as the DP. Of course, you know, they make plenty of DP jokes, him and Jay, but um, they're doing the thing like testing the lighting and they start talking about it. And <laughs> silent Bob is just like the lighting in here fucking sucks. So, <laughs> Because you don't want to look like you're malnourished or whatever it is, he says, we're, we're going to shoot it in black and white. And then he starts to go into the whole like subtext of why black and white is great. And it was just like exactly what Kevin Smith would say. And whenever you said the whole oeuvre thing, that's exactly what I've thought okay, of. Okay, cool. Because I like it's that. very, I, like I mean, yes, black and white was cheaper. But it's also kind of cool to be like it. It's a great idea to shoot clerks in black and white because of like the soullessness of working a clerk job or a retail you know what job. I would also and... say, clerks would make an amazing two to three person uh, stage uh, show. Stage show, yes, a stage play, because it is basically the uh, Gen Xers version of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Not nearly as snappy. Yeah. Let's put that on the table. Not nearly as snappy yeah. as Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Ever. Because that is just... And again, like you say that, and it makes me think of Chasing Amy. Because Ethan Supley, who shows up in Clerks 3, and he's reading the line of Willem. And he's <laughs> like, why? Or when will I see the goddamn Selmo? And it's Ethan Supley now reading that exact same line. Fantastic. That's so dumb, but, right? Like but, that's dumb in the best way. <laughs> but um in Chasing Amy, where Ethan Supley is uh, you know, that first like that first oh, yeah, scene, that, he shows yeah. up and he's like, These guys are like Bill and Ted meet Cheech and Chong. And Ben Affleck's like, I always thought of them as Rosencrantz and Guildenstern meet Vladimir and Estragon. Oh, yeah. And you have to get like to a certain point of age and literary exposure or to just really read, or or you read tag and banks are dead <laughs> or the return of tag and banks that actually had jay and silent bob as yeah. the jedis who recruited them into yeah. the fucking oh yeah. god anyway I but love, yeah oh i'm sorry god do you read, really go read tag and banks are dead you... go read tag and banks. it's it's the writer fabian Echeza. it's the writer fabian Echeza who is responsible for fucking you li- fantastic he is responsible writer. for you liking deadpool yes he is responsible for that yes okay all right, Liefeld didn't. He he drew him. He drew a ripoff of fucking Deadshot. Guess who fucking created Deadpool? Fabian Nichezza. Guess who fucking made the best versions of Deadpool, which was the 1998 uh, ongoing, which led to him doing all kinds of fucking shit. His therapist was Doctor Bong for fuck's sake. Not a weed joke. His head is a fucking yeah. giant bell. He's Doctor Bong, but it is so good. Oh, did you watch the uh, the Deadpool 3 announcement whenever that came yeah. through? Dude, that got me so hype and excited. It was fucking perfect. Perfect. It was good. 
like it, it, I'm not I'm not putting too much fucking faith in it, it's gonna be good it's gonna be stand because guess what they're all basically good so it's just sort of like it's gonna be like I, I hope it, I hope I feel something <laughs> but I mean it's just Hugh Jackman like the just the Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in a Deadpool movie is just I can't I I I'm I yeah. no joke if anything, I'm glad it's only for that that he's coming back. Yes. Because Logan Agreed. was a perfect end Agreed. of a saga. Agreed. It is it there's a reason it looks better in black and white. There is a re like it literally is Johnny Cash's hurt on film. Well, it's like if you took if you took hurt and combined it with like either the unforgiven or I want to say the unforgiven more than a man with no name trilogy. But if you took unforgiven made it, Oh, sorry, made it black and white and like, and it be hurt. I'm not talking about correct. plot wise. No, I'm, I'm just, literally I'm talking saying. about the whole feel. It feels like an old West movie because it's, yeah. it's the, it's the haggard old, like anti-hero, a hero villain, whatever it is. It's that, that it's their final ride. And it, to me, it feels like the I fully understand that personally. And I love, I it. like just saying, just cut. Cause the same way, you, cause I'm going the same way that you felt fucking hearing hurt, even without the context of us, yeah. of what it does to us personally. Yeah. The context of the first time you sat down and watched hurt, it hurt. Yeah. And the whole time watching that, it felt the same fucking way. Yeah. It was so, uh, but that's enough of that, dear viewers. Uh, the biggest, the biggest problem of uh, the last episode disappearing is you did not get to hear the. We had so much fun playing the game. Yep. All right, so I gotta I'm quickly bust it out. It's by the Valley Folk. They're a, a, a YouTube comedy troupe. Uh, it's called the Movie Movie Game. It's a portmanteau game, and I hate how much I have to explain to people what the fuck a portmanteau is. I thought that was just, it's cramming yeah. to, you should know. So It's before and after on Wheel of Fortune. Oh, God, yes, thank you. That's what I always like to compare it to. You had, like you to, had to do that, to. too. You had to do I said that, that whenever, Yeah, I said yeah, that last time I'm because that's exactly that. like, what yeah. it is, is before and after. So I'll use an example. Uh, hopefully this is a good one. And we one. need Mr. Claywell. We're going to try to get Mr. Claywell Oh, no, no, no. Here's what we're going to do, Jay. Meeting. That's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to set up a thing. You, Claywell, and a couple other people pick who's going to fucking host it, and I will be the host of the game. I will I will give all of you guys this this thing to where either you can choose the buzz in or I'll go one by No, I'll go one by one with a chance to steal. Yeah. Okay? And I will be the host, so I will be reading these off, and you all will be playing the game. So get with Claywell to set that up, okay? okay. And I'll just be the host of it. Uh... This is a good one. Okay, yeah. Here's a combo. You take two uh two simple plots of movies and you're cramming them together to make one title. One title. So here's the here's the clue. How'd you get the beans? Uh how'd you get the beans above the Franks saying our magical flying British nanny? There's something about Mary Poppins. There you go. So there, now that you have the <laughs> base set up. The, how'd you get the beans above the, the Franks? <laughs> I just have some seen beans. It. <laughs> My favorite one will always be the original Dracula travels cross country for a drag show. 
and that is Nosferatu Wong Fu. Thanks for everything. We had Lindy that one Mark. in the last one, didn't yes, we? I'm, no, yes. I gave it to you. That I oh, wanted okay, you. Yeah. yeah, this is the example I used for you because you would get that at yes, least the second that one. That's fantastic, dude. When I did Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, to the people I was doing this with, when I had a cookout, they looked at me like I just killed Jesus. <laughs> do we Do we want to actually keep score? Ooh. Yeah, let's actually keep score. That way we can be, when last we met, this was the score. Because I won the last one. Of course, I yeah, win the last like one, and, so, yeah. and the fucking episode gets lost. Now we know <laughs> why it got lost. All right, I'll start. That's Bob's version of pulling the controller out of the system. No, because I'm okay losing. Or, I'm okay with losing or, now. Or I'm I'm about to fuck. It's fucking game day 98, Jake. I fucking steal your fucking uh, kickoff. I, I do a kickoff. I'm behind by like three points, and I end up fucking Making you fumble. It was like the two-yard line. I picked that shit up. I've run. I've run. I've run. Cody fucking stands up next to the thing. I'm not paying attention. I'm running. I'm running. Right when I get to the end zone, he fucking clicks reset. You two dicked me. You two dicked me. I will always fucking remember that, Jacob. I'm more okay with losing these days. I wouldn't say that I'm totally okay with losing. I've just really, I realized how big of an asshole I am whenever I'm super competitive. So I just keep that competitive because like look i have enough personality markers that make me an asshole and make people not like me as it is let's that's that's at least one i can control 80 percent of his personality markers (laughs) it's true Uh, so i'll start on this one um a gaggle of spelunking females fight for survival in the claustrophobic recesses of the earth while hunted by ravenous humanoids that are blind alcoholic al pacinos that love to tango the descent of a woman. Go, Jake. Boom. Yeah. I love this game. So Dude, that much. one's a good one. That one's such like, a good one. That's definitely the descent. There's and the then descent. I was, there's also the cave. There's also the fall. But then you really want if you can get sin of a woman that see the descent was the first one that came really? to my mind. Yeah. Whenever you said spelunking females, I was like, OK, that's, that's I've never the seen descent. either of them. So they all the melt together. Isn't in my head. bad. It's just kind of different and weird. Yeah. Um, okay, here you go. Book of Horror Stories torments a town with spiders bursting from faces, vengeful scarecrows, and a shard from the crystal of truth that birthed and bequeathed forward two new races, the peaceful Uru and the malevolent Skeksis. Because I think I you could get the second one. one. Yeah. So what's the first bit again? Book of Horror Stories torments a town with spiders bursting from faces, Vengeful Scarecrows. Okay, what's the clue? Hint one, based on actual book of horror stories. Bitch, I know. That's not a clue. That's not a clue. Whenever I say this, you will know the cover of the book as soon as I say it. That's the problem, though, because it's not Dark Crystal. It's The Dark Crystal, so it cannot be scary stories or strange stories to... Spooky is it strange stories to te- scary stories to tell in the dark crystal. But here's the problem. It's the dark crystal. Yeah, it's scary stories to tell Telling in the, the dark, dark crystal. crystal. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it's scary my stories brain. to tell in the dark. You see, my brain cut out the the there for some yeah. reason. And see, you see the book cover in your mind also, don't you? Of course. The white book cover with the black with the lettering, dude, the, the, the profile the of the out. head. Yeah, yep. it's sticking out. Yeah. Yep. With the, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's my turn. 
This one's going to be a good one. Can't wait for this. Tourist from the United States endures an incredible, painful uh, transition into a moon-influenced creature of the night that travels through a wormhole uh, to meet the dude wearing a metallic bunny mask. This is clever. The first one sounded like Hostel. That's definitely Donnie Darko in the second one. Hostel? Yeah, the Hostel's uh the Eli Roth slasher movie. Yeah. That's what I thought of. So, hold on. I'll re so, I'll reword I'll I'll reread it and I'll I know what's throwing you off on that. So, get turret tourist from the United States endures an incredibly painful transition into a moon-influenced creature of the night. Oh, an American werewolf in London, Darko. Yes. Okay. What threw you up is you probably heard tourists, plural. Yeah. And also, yeah. I will always use use this as a reason never to fucking listen to a movie tagline ever, because Hostel is based on actual events. The actual events it's based on is a lot of times when people travel in Europe, they stay in hostels. That is literally the true events that yeah. it's based off of. The concept of a hostel. Like, no, nah, shit, have bitch. You ever seen it's Fargo? called Hostel. Have you ever seen Fargo? No. Okay. As I don't want to tell you this because... Jake, it's a 40-year-old movie. Here's the thing. So that movie, the way it starts out is it's a black screen with white lettering, and it says the following story is based on true events. Kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre does. Yes, but here's the thing. Fargo is not in any form or yeah. fashion. But here's the thing. When you're watching the movie... It for me, it actually set certain expectations, and there's parts of the movie where I laughed, and I'm like, I'm such an asshole for laughing at this because this actually happened. And so they did it specifically to dick with you. Yes. But here's the problem: Hostel did it just to make just to make people come see it because this shit happened. Yeah, but that's what I loved about Fargo. Just like with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I knew. The entire story of uh, what the Manson family yeah. did to uh, Shannon to Shannon Tate and or Sharon Tate, Sharon, 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 Tate. Right, Sharon. And so whenever it gets to that point in the story and it flips what actually happened, dude, I sat there and laughed for at least a minute cause because I'm like they're fucking they're they're fanficking real life. Well, Holy I just shit. no, I'm like Quentin Tarantino is such a fucking genius. He knew that that there were people who would see this movie who knew what happened to Sharon Tate. And he knows that everybody's like, okay, I'm Quentin Tarantino and I have a certain reputation. And also and because the all entire, of his movies take place in the same universe, so it has to be different. And the entire time I'm watching it, I'm like, this motherfucker's actually going to show this murder. He's actually going to show like the cutting out of the, the fetus. All like This is Tarantino. And the entire time, I'm a fucking anxious wreck. Because I know he's going to show this. And whenever that's not what happens, it was relief. That's why it's I laughed. At the same time, it's the most un-Tarantino move. <laughs> yes, and I sat there and I laughed because the release of that anxiety, I was just like, you fucking brilliant bastard. Like, it just oh, fucking loved it. Anyway, all right. Your mother sucks cocks in hell. And is also a showgirl masquerading as a nun to avoid the pursuit of the mob. Oh, the yeah, that's the uh, the Exorcist act. <laughs> yep. Now I was gonna double. Oh no, to to avoid the mob, I was I thought they were gonna throw a curveball and it's about to win a competition. 
Like she fucking stand and delivers a bunch of fucking uh a bunch of chorus kids. Or or uh oh god, what was that? Uh a negative times a negative equals a positive. Was that stand and deliver? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Man there I got it mixed up with uh whatever the Robin Williams one was yeah. about yeah. Oh, oh uh, Captain, Dead Poet Society. Thank you. Okay, yeah. so it was stand and deliver. Anyway, okay. Oh fuck, sorry guys. I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum, said the grizzled Nakatomi Tower hero who is now kicking it with skilled computer hacker, Justin Long. I like this one. Your viewers, I like this one. Isn't that... I thought it was Big Trouble, where the whole bubblegum... Big Trouble in Little China is the other John Carpenter movie about a dude in a mullet. (laughs) Big Trouble is the one with Kurt Russell. Yeah. No, he doesn't chew bubble gum and kick ass. It's not Escape from L.A. What he does is he... Uh, or not Escape well, from L.A. you know what old Jack Burton does. That's the tap for Big yeah. Trouble. There's something somebody dressed up as Jack Burton also, of course, at uh, Fan X. It was pretty It's good. an easy fucking... Um, just get a get a screen printer. Or, yeah, you can easily get that design on a shirt. What was the second? I've already kind of forgotten. Said the, the grizzled Nakatomi okay, Tower okay. hero who's yeah. now kicking around with Hacker. Just yeah. long. So that one's live free or die hard. So it's got to be with live. Do you want the hint for the first one? Yeah. Obey. Consume. Carpenter. It's yeah. not they live free and die hard, is it? Okay. Yes, it is. All right. I always forget about they live. It's a, <laughs> I love that movie is really good and it is. It gets a lot always, of fucking... I always forget uh, that John Carpenter did that movie, even. It gets a bunch of edgy hype. For some reason, my brain goes Cronenberg for some reason. Probably because... Cronenberg, I think, did... Because of the... Uh, no, he didn't do I Event think, Horizon. I, I think, think it's because of the, uh, the, the, uh, the connotations of the, of the consumer capitalism, of the stuff, and yeah. that... I think that's why it does, because they're both very stylized movies. Yeah. Okay. Marky Mark and The Rock get swole and kidnap area businessmen. This and more from your Channel 4 news team. Stay classy, San Diego. I can't remember the name of the Mark of that movie. I know what it is. I know the movie. I just don't remember the name of it. Can I get a hint just to be... I mean, the hint on here says roided out Michael Bay. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a... Uh, it's a workout. Yeah, I know. It's a workout phrase. Oh, Pain and Gankerman. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, technically it's Pain and Gankerman, the legendary the legend of Ron Burgundy, but I'll count. Yeah, that no, counts. thank you. I'm not gonna then yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't yeah, cause yeah, I could not remember that fucking the name of that movie. And again, I thought it was the Anchorman. Uh, oh. A killer Saint Bernard unleashes his deadly jaws upon a little German boy with an imaginary Hitler friend. Ah, oh, Jojo Rabbit? Yes, sir, it is! <laughs> dude, Jojo so Rabbit? Good. I still Did you haven't ever... seen it, no. Dude, that I know, movie... I know, I want to. No, you need to, because that movie turns really fucking quick. Really? The movie about an imaginary Hitler during World War II turns? Yeah. Dude, fucking genius, though. That movie is so good. All right. Paul Rudd Bug meets Paul Rudd Bug. 
I know. I was kind of surprised at Give this. Give me the non-Ant-Man one. Okay. Hint one. 8,600 pounds is 50 times Paul Rudd's weight. Hint two. Second verse, same as the first. So whatever you think it is, you're probably right. Like, this is surprisingly, like, this is complicatedly simple. No, I'm, I'm going to say I can't get it, Jake. Ant, mant, man. Oh, I fucking hate you. That's yeah, it so was bad. Ant-Man, Ant-Man. <laughs> but there's two Ant-Man. Is yeah. it Ant-Man, Ant-Man 2? Yeah. No. That's the answer. Ant-Man and Ant-Man. No, the other... Oh, it's literally the same movie. Yeah. I do not count this, Jake. Give me another one. I am not counting this. That is bullshit. That is just being an asshole. Like I said, complicatedly simple. No, it isn't, because it's two different movies. (laughs) That is just literally movie. Uh, I think you'll probably get this one, though. A a reformed, curb-stomping neo-Nazi vows to keep his brother from falling into a similar group of mutants traveling back in time to alter history and stop the Sentinel program. Oh, yeah, yeah, the American History X, Mendea Future Past. Yep. I knew it was going to be X-Men. Like, who the fuck else? What the fuck else are you going to have start with X? Yep. I'm sorry that I had to pull that fucking power move, but I that that's bullshit. I love that they're and it's in there just to make people angry. Yeah, like there's a couple more like that. I ran into something else similar that was just so fucking anger inducing. Like you could tell, like <laughs> since it's only like once each one each packet, basically, you know, it's just being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one's easy. The Scottish donkey-tolerating swamp dweller leaves his arcade game to show the video game world that he is more than a bad guy. What was the first part again? Scottish donkey-tolerating swamp dweller. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. What was the second part? Leaves his arcade game to show the video game world that he is more than a bad guy. Oh, wow. I thought this was like a fucking... This was a slam dunk. What's what's the hint for the second part? Fix it, Felix. Oh, Shrek it, Ralph? Yeah. Gotcha. I seriously thought that was going to be the... Now, I kind of wish I had this one because this is one one of these... Yes, one of these films is one of my favorite movies. All right, let's go. Okay. And I don't know if you're going to get this one, so I feel kind of bad. It's okay. The pressures of college football life leads to drugs and an apple pastry that gets some sweet loving. Yeah, that's that's a program American Pie. Yep. That's, the program is my favorite football movie it, of all time. No, Jake, that was four. Hmm? That was movie four. What do you mean? That you always fucking watched when you were sleeping. I didn't have it on VHS. You didn't? Uh-uh. And then how many? I don't think do so. Do you mean every time he, we watched it, we rented it? P had it on VHS. I had it on DVD, but not on VHS. That means every time you had it playing. No, that oh, wasn't one that I had playing all the time. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that was when we rented it that you would do that. How many times did we rent the program? I don't know. Jesus. I've seen that movie a lot. But Where are you, Josh? I have a camera and I won't stop filming in the scary house in the scary forest. And then I won't stop filming in this out of control high school house party thrown by three guys that just want to leave their mark. 
Ooh, this one's gonna might be hard for you. What was the first part again? Where are you, Josh? I have a camera and I won't stop filming in the scary house in the scary forest. And then I won't stop filming at this out of control uh, high school house party so this... thrown by uh, three guys who just want to leave their mark. So that one sounds like American Pie. The second part. Three high school guys that just want to leave their mark. Do you remember the first part of that sentence? I won't stop filming this out-of-control high school house party. That's not Project X. Because that doesn't fit with everything else. What's the first hint? Scary found footage. Would that be Cloverfield Lane instead? Or would that just be Cloverfield? You're thinking of 10 Cloverfield Lane. That that one is not the no, found Cloverfield footage. No, Cloverfield is the yeah, found 10, footage. Yeah, 10 Cloverfield Lane is the The uh, one with John Slover. Goodman. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to have to. Yeah. Oh, it took me. I'm so glad this mic's right here and I had this like this because you had the second part. I know it was American Pie or American no, Pie 2. Whatever. No, it was Project X. Okay. It's the Blair Witch Project X. Oh, shit. Oh. Where are you, Josh? <laughs> now, okay, granted, there is an intero bang, basically, because it's like, where are you, Josh? I did not oh. want to fucking. I did that one mean. I I honestly did that. I made, I like, I no joke, I had to keep this, like, right here so you couldn't see my mouth as well. Because when you said Project X, I, that's when I, you notice that's also when I started going, Damn it, and you're going to get this one, and I would have enjoyed this one, and it's going to piss me off. I don't get competitive anymore. <laughs> Lady Ice Witch goes into the unknown to learn a little bit more about herself and teams up with a former cop turned streetcar racer, and things get a little overly quick and overly frenzied. I'm sorry, could you reread that? Lady Ice Witch goes into the unknown to learn a little bit more about herself and teams up with a former cop turned street racer and things get a little overly quick and overly frenzied. Can I get a hint for the second one? Oh, fuck. This is probably going to give it away. First of franchise with Ludacris. Yeah, well, that's sort of the thing. Uh, okay, what's this clue for the first one? Because I thought I had the first one. Let it go again. Yeah. How do you get frozen fast and furious? I don't know. How do you? Is it fast and frozen? I'm going to have to say I can't get it because I don't know how those two work. Oh, Bob. Frozen too fast, too furious. <laughs> <laughs> reread, reread it lady ice witch goes yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah, unknown yeah. which into yeah to learn a little bit more about herself and teams up with a former cop turned street racer and things get a little okay, overly okay, quick and overly frenzied yeah because this because he lost it because he's no longer a cop in the second one and it was the first one oh that was also the first of the Fast and Furious movies with Ludacris. Oh, see, which I is, didn't know that. Yeah. I haven't... Hey, Jake, I still haven't watched any of them. Dude, okay. 
First of all, whenever I first watched Too Fast, Too Furious, I was like, this is kind of cheesy. And it's still kind of cheesy, but the more I watch it, the more I actually kind of love that movie. Like, I don't I don't hate on people who like it because, I mean, it was literally pitched as, let's do Point Break again, but surfing isn't fucking big. Yeah. Like, why would you want to remake Point Break? If you want to, like, do the whole same thing, yeah. just use another thing. Pig's blood. Pig's blood falls from high, uh, get real angry. Make kids die. Val Kilmer College on full ride. Then laser popcorn from the sky. Ooh! I love that. I, I, I didn't even read. I usually read them first. This one got me as I was doing it. I love this. Okay, read the first part. Pig blood. Pig blood falls from high. Okay. Get real angry. Make kids die. What was the second part? Val Kilmer College on full ride. Then laser popcorn from the sky. The pentameter's a little fucked in this. The first is Carrie. Okay. And? Val Kilmer College. See, I know this movie. I've seen this movie like 80 fucking times. But I didn't first see it until I've moved out here. And it was on, like, one of those free movie, like, you know, uh, channels that you used to have on cable. So there's a chance that this didn't get big until you were stuck in Gina Hell. But What's the hint, the second hint? Opposite title, Fake Dunce. Is it Care Real Genius? Yes, it is. I still don't know that movie, but like that like hint it. actually the, helps because like, it's yeah, the opposite. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a fun story because he's just it's not the movie's not about him. It's about like this fourteen year old kid. Oh, also, it was Selma Blair's first fucking role, mm. and she does not look a thing. Like she's supposed to be like nineteen in it. I think she was like fourteen. Like it's just about like this child genius who gets accepted into like really advanced college program. With the EPA dick from uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, William and, Atherton? Yeah. Who's uh, also a scientist dick in Biodome yeah. and just plays a dick. He plays He's a lot of dicks. He's a dick yeah. in uh, Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, His he is. name is actually Dick in Die Hard. <laughs> but no, it's about like this kid who goes to like, this advanced program in a college. He's like 14, so he's like well out of his depth and ends up hanging out with uh, Val Kilmer, who's ba- who was the smartest person there. They thought like bringing this kid in would like make him really. He's he's just playing like the uh, the the totally laid back, cool Val Kilmer character yeah. that he always played. Hi Malachi. Hi, Mal. Hi buddy. Yeah, oh. William Atherton, bro. Uh, also, top secrets on fucking uh, HBO. Nice. Such a good. It's the best. It's the best Abram Zucker movie ever. It's the best movie they've ever done. And guess what? I'm also in, I'm including uh, the Zucker movie, uh, Scary Movie 3, into that list. <laughs> okay. You should probably get this one. Who's up, Fluffers? Fast and Furious James Bond type secret agent with ripple-tastic muscles is invited to his eccentric CEO's home to administer the Turing test to a technologically impressive and kind of attractive... Yeah. Okay. You see, that was just a toss. That was a tosser for me. I was like, okay, is it triple X? It's like, wait, but is this going to be another fucking mutant thing? I literally just said, <laughs> but apparently X Machina works. <laughs> yep. Well, so did the Project X one. 
that one, the Blair Witch Project X, even though X was not in the middle. It could have been, pre- yeah, yeah, because X going to give it to you. It's going to yeah. lead into something with X, and <laughs> it can't not. A girl be- befriends a rotund magical beast that rides a cat bus and was brutalized by murder by a murderous gang before returning as a cyborg, a cyber-bodied man of the law. Okay, so that's RoboCop, the second part. Yeah. What was the first one again? All right. A girl befriends a rotund magical beast that rides a cat bus. Fran, if you're listening to this, stop screaming. We can't hear you. <laughs> um, the hint is a magical Miyazaki movie, because I don't think that's going to help you any. Well, no, because I know some, like, I know <coughs> Princess Mononoke and uh, Howl's Moving Castle, and then Spirited it's... Spirited Away. Well, yeah. you might not, because I was like, but here's yeah. the thing. This is but one there's of those one bef- did it. Yeah. It, I, is it before Princess Mononoke? Yes. Yes, it is. Um... Again, Fran, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you can't Sorry. fucking... No, no, no. I'm oh, just okay, going to answer a text real quick. Okay. I don't believe him. I think he's lying, dear viewers. I think he's looking on his phone to figure out what the fuck this is. Nope. Um. I genuinely don't think you're going to get it. Because I know Roh, R-O-H, is the end of it is the end of the the title of the movie. And I'm trying to remember what... How do you think RoboCop spelt? It's R-O. Okay. Yeah. But no, but that's where it would do the whole, like... There's anyway. very few phonetic ones. This one, like, they're usually literal. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to give it to you? Because I don't yeah. think... It's my neighbor, my neighbor Toto RoboCop. My neighbor Totoro. That's why Fran, I told Fran to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you want? Do you want to know? Because there's no way you would have known that. Because that was not one of no, the big ones. No, when you I'm going to count okay. it. I'm because count it. I, no joke, I see no reason you would know this one. Because the reason you know Hal's and uh and uh and Spirited Away and well, tangentially Spirited Away because that was me and Cody knowing that one and also uh Mononoke is because those were the Disney ones. Yeah. Totoro oh, and Mononoke was, was the that. the first one. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. It was like those. Oh, I actually think there was a total. Uh, there was. I think Dakota Fanning or something was the kid. But anyway, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, it was like right in that perfect area where you wouldn't have known it. Alrighty. All right. <clears throat> a student wants to stand out above the crowd <laughs> and impress his actually, crush. Actually, Jake, do another one. I've actually seen. I actually know this one. It's yeah. It's it's uh, a goofy movie and then something else. I know what it is. Beaver Vendetta. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think we had this one in our last one because I guess. This okay. One. Then we might've actually uh, already hit up there. That's Thumbelina, uh, Thumbelina, Thumbelina Acura or something yeah. like that. We did these two. Also. Okay. So we're at the end. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and just say that's the end of it. Yeah. Cause okay. We, we did an entire stack of these between one between... episode that exists and another that don't. <laughs> so I'm going to save one of these. Well, I might give you guys some of these since I already know the answers and save the sealed ones for us. But okay. Uh... Put oh, wait, that no, one in between. One. We need one. Uh, no, this one. I was going to say put that between these two. That way you know that we finished that one, but that works too. Yeah, if you have uh, it at the actually, front. Uh, no, nah, I'll leave it there. But 
Oh, wait. We got to do one because uh, I've done one that you haven't. Let's try that one. It's just ran- pulled random. Nope, that's the Nosferatu thanks for every... Yeah. I... Wait. That's I the one you just... Ca- I blind decked. Yeah, you I blind decked pulled it. two yeah. Yeah. Okay, then, uh, you know what? We'll take the last point then because I literally can't tell another one, so we tied. That works. Yeah, because uh, I got one more than you. Uh, oh, yeah, because we both missed one. Uh, all right. You know what? That's about going to do it for this episode of A Brother's Quarrel. Uh, we should be uploading more frequently now. If this, I swear to fucking God, if you do not save, I'm going to be upset. I just want that on file, on record. And Jake, why don't hmm. you tell them where they can get at us? You can find us on the Twitter machine at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. Podcast. Did you see uh, there's a uh, a video of uh, Martha Stewart kind of thirst trapping? No. <laughs> She's like standing in just an apron. Jake, why are you... <laughs> And she's hawking her coffee. <laughs> she's like, it's it's awfully pretty, isn't it? Like, and it sounds like, or whatever it is that she's talking about. Your it's fucking just... radar is your algorithm is more <laughs> fucked than mine. Where, what else can they get us, Jake? Stop looking at at fucking a <laughs> uh, fan service at at plot at 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 peak plot Martha oh, Stewart. Shit. Okay. Shit. No, that's like current Martha Stewart. No, like no, 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 Hustler was a little, uh, but the articles in Playboy actually weren't that bad. Anyway. Better than what Dad said he read fucking the articles in Easy Rider. That bitch couldn't even read. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also, uh, as previously mentioned, send us an email. I just had a cold chill. Brothersquarrel at gmail.com. Wonderful delivery, Jay. You're welcome. You already said it once, so it's fine. They can listen to me yawn and say it. Um. <laughs> Also, find us on any of your preferred podcatchers, except for SoundCloud. We're everywhere else. We are everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, uh, there's plenty of programs that just take fucking RSS Hey, and why don't, uh, I'm going to take a second, and why don't you all uh, stop in and see me during my stream. It's twitch.tv slash Jake Says, S-E-Z-Z. I, I got tired of saying that one guy, Jake33, and so I yeah, just kind of condensed it down. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm it's like... What could I do? I'm like, well, I talk a lot, so I say a lot, and then I was just like, let's just go with Jake Says. It's fine. That works. It works. And plus, it's kind of like a nice play on The Rock Says, but um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, dude, like, I don't have any nicknames, man. Like, I had to, I have to, like, try to come up with something. That is true. You had none. Yeah. Why do you think I call you Jacoby all the time? Yeah, it's just, I, I just don't have one. And I'm not going to use Jakey Poo or any of like God, the other Jake, absurd why things. The fu- yeah. Jake, Jake, unless you plan on streaming specifically to great grandmothers everywhere, why the fuck? Or, or tangentially, alternatively, uh, overhearedly, unless your stream was a pretext to jiggle yourself to great grandmothers. 
there's no reason you would ever fucking consider Jake. I don't disagree. So, but I mean, I've been playing a shitload of Fortnite. Like I was, I need to get back to like Marvel Spider-Man remastered on, on steam. I need to get back to that. I've thought about getting uh Gotham Knights just to kind of check that out and do some co-op fun on stream. But that's one of the reasons why I've been playing Fortnite is because I have at least one other person that wants to jump in and game. So I'm not just doing solo matches, but like yesterday at one point we were doing trios and one three out of four, uh, three out of four matches. And those three, we won in a row. That was kind of dope. Nice. So, um, dude, it's a lot of fun. Like uh, someone from Taliesin and Evatel's community that I've interacted with a lot, uh, he plays sometimes, even though he can't use a mic. Um, so sometimes Thunders will jump in there, but he's like, he gifted me the Xenomorph skin that was on the shop, which I've been using, and I fucking love that skin so much. <laughs> Dude, the Xenomorph skin, whenever you're doing any of the dance emotes, fucking hilarious. It is yeah, because it has digitated legs. Yes. How the fuck can you do normal people dance with digitated legs? And there's an emote that is a chest burster emote, except it has like the um the pinata llama that is kind of like a recurring theme in Fortnite. That's what bursts out of the chest, right? And so using a xenomorph skin and having a chest burster come out, and it's just a llama head and the regardless of the skin that you use, they just kind of look around like, and then just pat the head of the llama. <laughs> so watching a chest burster scene with the xenomorph is pretty. Well, all right then. Anyway, that game's a lot of fun, dude. It it genuinely yeah, I is. I just couldn't get into it personally. It and genuinely that was like, is. It isn't just solely like just looking at all the shit Epic does and like, God damn, that's just. It isn't even that stuff that gets me, even though, yeah, the re like I have those mentalities because, I mean, again, let's bring up, I'm not going to fucking touch a lot of streaming services. Like, I was watching somebody's uh, take on D23, like their whole, oh, yeah, and this series is a spinoff of this, and this series is a retelling of this, and this series is a retelling of this, and this series is a re For an hour, it was just reboots and retellings and fucking spinoffs, and I just... It gave me a migraine. I'm not even yeah. being hyperbolic, Jake. It gave me a migraine. I started getting fucking nauseous. My brain hurt. Like, it isn't even that. It's just, like, no, I tried Fortnite. It just, probably it would have been better with other people, but honestly, it just didn't it's feel definite, that thing. It's definitely better with other people. Like, I can play it solo. I just don't like playing it solo as much anymore. I like, because yeah. usually we're just chatting, like, in Discord and... Um, and just kind of playing along and, uh, yeah, man, it's just been a really, Have really good time. you finally got it to where Discord can show up on your, uh, stream? What do you mean? Your Discord chat? Or do you mean just talking about it in Discord, not yeah. while you're playing? Yeah, no, we chat while we're okay. playing, because I just made... I just meant, like, on your stream, it appears. Yeah. Okay, you finally got that set up? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, like, you can hear everyone else good, speaking yeah, while that is something that it was. Yeah. Ju it's just a simple fix of... Your yeah. audio input. Which can be kind of a shit show sometimes whenever you have, like, myself and two others or three others. Like, that can be a little over. I don't yeah. know how but that if is for But if the whole viewers. thing is other people are going to be Xing, are going to be uh, playing X, that's... Yeah. Which also means that Jake can now do our dating sims. <laughs> that's also why I have my computer. Because what I want to do is I want to set up uh, a couple monitors here so we can do it live as well. 
or because you can just plug in, you know, the audio through here, you know, mm-hmm. the speakers, use that as the speaker. Yeah. I have a couple things that uh, turn audio into the thing, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we're going to try to get a lot more shit. I'm thinking about taking that uh, table and putting it along here a long way. So we each have a little section here for stuff. So, yeah. Cool. Get the monitors in here so we can start doing some more live readings of uh, fanfic. Oh, if you guys have some good fanfic or some good uh, spam emails, get those to us as well. It's true. I Email that to us. Emails. We'll start working on it in the next episode. Just didn't have all that much time to prep on this one because Jake sent me a text last night. Yeah, at like 9 o'clock. <laughs> so, like yeah. 12 uh, hours before. So, it's been a while. And so. Until next time, we here at Our Brother's Quarrel would like to remind all of you out there that no one ever truly wins an argument. Not with that attitude, they don't.